My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Ron Reich, and he is the leadership development expert and coach with a 28 years of experience in different industries. Hi, Ron. How are you today? I am fine. Thank you, Anna. How about you? I'm wonderful. I'm glad that we had time to meet today and talk about uh, your personal journey of becoming the person you are today. If you can share with us what led you to discover your true purpose in life. You know, and it's, it's an interesting story. I, I began my career in human resources, and I did that for about 10, 12 years. Uh, and I, my, my first job was working in HR for a bank. And uh, you know, this is way back in the, uh, in the early 80s, when you know, mergers and acquisitions were taking place constantly. Our bank got swallowed, and a bunch of, uh, I shouldn't say a bunch of us, a number of us decided to start our own HR consulting firm. We did. We stayed in that. We had that for about five years. And for a number of different reasons, we decided to shut the doors. Mm-hmm. I was going through a divorce at the time, and I had nowhere else to go except to move back in with my mom and dad. I did. And Anna, out of nowhere, out of absolute nowhere, I got a telephone call from a recruiter in Dallas, Texas. I'm living in New Jersey, who said, I have a job with Toshiba that is the exact opposite of what you are. Mm -hmm. They're looking for somebody who has a strong training background and some HR. You run, have a lot of HR and some training. I can get you in front of them. Your job is to get them to flip their competencies. And I ended up talking with the people at Toshiba, and they did flip their competencies. And training and development had always been something that I thought I would be good at. And it's been over 29 years now, and I haven't looked back since. And that's how I got into it and just realized this is my calling, and this is what I love to do. Uh, so I know you're training people to become leaders themselves. And uh, how does it look for them? Like, what is the, I guess, the, the, the process of becoming a leader from your perspective? You know what, Anna, I think, first of all, I, I will say I believe strongly every single person, regardless of what he or she does, is a leader. You lead yourself every single day, 
and the the process for anybody to become to become a, a, a good leader to become to become your best self my very strong belief is people need to get to know themselves extraordinarily well because the better you know yourself the more effectively you can lead yourself, the more effectively you can lead other people, the more effectively you can work with other people. Right, knowing yourself, it's number one. So you have to kind of um, be, you know, willing to go deeper within yourself and know your strengths and weaknesses. And uh, in terms of developing your character, uh, what kind of tools would you share with other people to start you know from um being in a place where they feel unsatisfied or stuck or unfulfilled and moving forward with knowing um that they can do more right you know before i answer that anna i i truly uh, i i want to say I, I really, really liked what you just said relative to mm -hmm. if people want, want to become true leaders, they need to be willing to take, a, to take a careful look at themselves and do a real deep dive internally and know, hey, this is what I'm good at. And, and I, you know, I have my strengths and I'm proud of them because there are some things I do really well. And I hope that comes across as proud and confident, not arrogant. And there are also things absolutely that I don't do well. And I know that. And I share that with people. You know, I mean, I'm not real strong technically. I never have been. I never will be. I can do the basics. If something goes haywire technically, I'm the first person. I need help. I don't know what to do here, folks. Somebody from IT has got to help me. And I mean, just those sorts of things. And, and to come back to answer your question, so, you know, some things that people can do in order to get to know themselves and, and to discover who they are and, and really where they may want to go. Number one, I am a big believer in personality assessments. I'm a big believer in that. My opinion is that the DISC instrument is the best one on the market. I, I believe that with every fiber I have for a lot of different reasons. Number one, it is steeped in research. Mm -hmm. It is very easy to understand. It's easy to use. And it's, it's, it's just understandable. And it, it, it goes back to what we were just talking about. It, it can give people a very clear picture. These are your strengths. These are your limitations. These are typically the kinds of things you would need to have at work in order to be happy. And that can be incredibly, incredibly enlightening. One of the other things too, is that I am, uh, I'll, I'll back up. Part, part of the process actually for me has been, uh, I have become, and this was quite a few years ago, a voracious reader. I am constantly reading something about leadership, management, relationship building, and just everything that goes along with that. And my point is that I I've developed a file called Thought Pondering Questions. 
And it's about, I don't know, I have it in front of me. I'm not going to count. It's probably about 15, maybe 20 questions people can answer for themselves and just starting to help them to understand, hey, this is who I am. This is what I really like to do. These are some of the things, you know, that, that perhaps I should stay away from. And I mean, I, I can speak to its effectiveness, number one, just from a personal perspective. And my, uh, my wife's cousin, uh, is, uh, she, she was a, uh, uh, a head, head athletic trainer at a, a pretty well-known college on the West Coast. And she was looking, she was looking to get promoted and I, you know, my wife asked me if I would talk to her. I was like, fine, of course, blah, blah, blah. My whole point is, though, Anna, I sent Jen these thought-pondering questions. And I was like, before we talk, Jen, I'd like you to answer them. Let's go through it when we have our first conversation. And she was just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, you really, really have me thinking. And I was like, that's it. And, and that's exactly right, because... So much of this, I mean, there's so much overlap for me at least between professional aspirations, personal aspirations, who you are, what you are, and what you want to do, and how can that all blend together to again become the best version of you that you can possibly be. Right. And we can't compare ourselves with others because it's kind of like unique abilities and skills that we possess. And we're supposed to find ourselves in that um, map and know where we're going to. So with those questions, I feel like people would uh, take advantage of knowing where they are and then they can take a path towards where they're going. Is there a place that they can find those questions? And all they would need to do, any anybody, uh, feel free to reach out to me via mm -hmm. via LinkedIn, uh, you know, via my Instagram, whatever. I will happily mm -hmm. send send the file to them. I will happily spend time going through going through the answers and and just talking it through. Mm -hmm. And again, I I really want to go back to a, another comment that you just made. Mm -hmm. because it resonates with me so strongly is that it can be so dangerous for people to compare themselves to others. Mm -hmm. You know, he's doing better than I am. She got that job and I didn't for me. And again, I speak for myself here. One of the things that has helped me enormously over the years to be a better leader and, and more importantly, just to be a better person, I believe so strongly in just staying out of the results business. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that simply, my job is to just do all of the footwork. Just do all of the footwork. Do all of the groundwork. Be prepared mm -hmm. and not worry about what happens after that. I mean, I, I have absolutely no control. None over what you think of me or how this podcast goes. No control. Yeah. <laughs> All I can do is be prepared. And I did prepare. And then I need to let go of the results. I mean, obviously, I hope you like it. I hope that, you know, yeah, you know, I like Ron and maybe there's some other things we can do, whatever. That's out of my control. 
And that's letting go of the results. And when I do that, I am, I'm a lot more serene. I'm a lot more comfortable with myself because I know I've done everything in my power. And if it doesn't work out, and again, I speak for myself, that's the way it was supposed to be. Right. And you said it perfectly, like we can't control what other people think of us or how the result will come out. Maybe it's going to be even better than you expect. You don't possibly know that, but what is in your control is your own preparation, your own, um, you know, homework that you do and how you um, go out in the world, like how, what's your attitude towards others. So that's something you can control and you know, you can be good at it and you can be uh, the best you can be again it's up to you to um, make that the best that you can and create that opportunity for yourself and the rest will follow. So we should more focus on what matters and not be, um, not worry about something that is out of our control. So that's a good advice to others to also be, um, you know, kind of like patient with ourselves, be compassionate, but at the same time, knowing that it's up to us to create that opportunity. That's right. That's right. And I mean, you know, be patient with ourselves, be honest with ourselves. And, mm -hmm. and again, what, what I mean by that, I need to ask myself regularly, have I done everything in my power to be ready for, again, fill in the blank, this podcast. I mean, I, I have a, I have a Zoom meeting with a client on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I, I, you know, I know the material. I don't know what the participants are going to think of me. My mm -hmm. point is, I'm preparing. I'm, I'm ready now to do it because I'm also a very strong, I'm a very mm -hmm. strong planner. Point is, though, I need to let go of those results. It's going to be what it's going to be. As long as I'm ready and I've done my part, so be it. Right. So be it. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of people should take responsibility also of, um, you know, of what they could create. And um, that comes back to being willing uh, to look into their own strength and weaknesses and being honest with themselves and knowing that, um, you know, nobody is judging them. It's just them. You know, it's like me and me. So I'm just looking at my own reflection here. And I need to understand that I'm the one that could change that. And nobody else will influence me as myself. So I have to be um responsible of creating my own experiences and life in general that's right that's right you know and you, one, one thing that you're making me think of too is that one a, another very important aspect of being a good leader and or again just being the best person that you can possibly be is we all make mistakes i mm -hmm. i know i make mistakes and the point simply is when i make a mistake I will admit it quickly. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. My fault. 
I shouldn't have said that. That wasn't the right decision and or being flexible with my thinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it was interesting. And I mean, I won't get into all the details still. Mm -hmm. I was doing a uh, I was doing an American Management Association class recently in Boston, mm -hmm. and we had a very small group. We only had three, four participants, and we were gonna they were gonna tell each other some stories about their lives. And I was like, okay, let's pair off and let's get into this. And uh, we were ready to start, and they said to me, "It's like Ron, you know what? There's only four of us. Rather than getting into pairs." Can we all, can we just, you know, each one of us just go individually and then we can hear all of the stories? Mm -hmm. And I say, hey, you know what? That's a good idea. Sure, everybody go for it. And, and the point is, it's not about me. It's like, no, no, no. This is, how, uh, this is how the course is designed and this is what I want you to do. No, your idea is better than mine. That's great. Let's go with it. Sure. Mm -hmm. and, and those sorts of things where it's like, I'm not the be all end all. I never have been. I never will be. Right. And we have to also be open to uh, hearing other people's ideas. What if something better is out there? Like, don't be very uh, close minded and think that you know it all. You have to be always um, in a state of learning. Uh, because we never arrive, we never learn too much, you know, it's always a continuous process, and we are students in this life, and until the day we die, so we have to be willing to accept that there is something else out there that we don't know, and we just need to continue learning as we evolve. And that comes back to reading too, like you just mentioned earlier that, um, you know, leaders, usually people who read a lot. So you see the, the um, association between those two activities, because this is something people need to learn to read. And the more you read, the more you learn. So this is how it goes. That's right. And that, you know, and I'll, I'll go back to many years ago, that was the best piece of business advice I ever got from a boss. Joe, Joe and I was working for a pharmaceutical company and Joe and I were talking about, he had actually told me what my raise was going to be and what my bonus was. And I was happy with both. Mm -hmm. And I, I made a comment to him about one of my coworkers and I was like, I, I admire David so much, Joe, because he's he just knows so much about different things. And Joe just looked at me and he said, I want to talk to you about that, because he said one thing, Ron, he said, you are a content expert. You know our training programs inside and out, and you deliver them beautifully. The problem is, Ron, that you don't add any additional value. And he said, what you need to start doing if you really want to become really good is start to read. You'll, you know, you'll become a resource to people. You'll be able to provide them you know, you, you know, your entire class with different models, with different quotes or whatever. And people will come to you one-on-one -on -one asking you for advice because you are a resource. And that has been so true for me in the past I don't know how many years it is now. I think it's approaching 20. I've probably read about between 350 and 400 mm -hmm. leadership books. 
And it, it's 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 so much fun because I keep learning. And and you know when when I'm reading a book, I'm not going to say now. Oh, I learned something from every book. Often I do. The point is though for me. When I'm reading a book, it takes me back to other things I've read years before, and it reinforces mm-hmm. it. So it still keeps it up front for me. It still keeps it fresh for me. And that's one of the biggest reasons I keep reading. Yeah, it always, even if you're going to read the same book you read, let's say, like a few years ago, you're going to find something new in that book. So not talking about different types of book that you read so there is so much knowledge out there available to every one of us and we should take advantage of it we should just uh you know like make it a habit because i feel like this positive habit with you doing reading every single day even like small amount of time like i don't know before you go to bed you can start with that and let's see maybe you can increase that but that small habit could bring you enormous results in the end it's like uh you know um it's compound effect so that small incremental change in your daily life will bring you to a place where you would be uh, a totally different person. It could be like a few months from now, you don't know, but you have to start with something. And you know, the the recommendation Joe made to me too, and this is an important part of it, you know, because so many people will say, oh, I'd love to read. I just don't have the time. I'm so busy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Joe just said to me, you know, Ron, he said, just 10 pages a day. Can you read 10 pages a day? I said, yeah, I can do that. I can, I can carve the time mm-hmm. out that. And read 10 pages a day, five, six times a week. You'll read 10, 12 books a year. And start mm-hmm. multiplying that every year and they add up quickly. <laughs> right. Because we kind of like overthink our um, ability that there's something that we could do, but we're kind of afraid to take that first step. We trying to make up with any type of excuses why we cannot do this which is not true and uh with having like a plan in place like you said 10 15 pages a day everybody can do that i mean there is nothing that you can come up with uh without you know like reading those 15 pages that will take you i don't know 20 minutes 30 minutes and and then like you will see how it will increase just naturally. That's right. Why don't you try? I mean, there's nothing to lose, really. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. There's no downside to it. <laughs> no. Yeah. And um, I, I feel like this is something a lot of listeners would benefit from. And they need to, um, to know what tools are available for them to up-level their leadership skills. And I feel like reading is one of them. And the questions that you just mentioned to learn about themselves, um, that would be another way to do it. And I will include all the information in the episode description for them to check out and connect with you. Yeah. And I mean, one, one thing that I am doing too, Anna, right now mm-hmm. is I am, I'm in the process of building what, what's called a leadership community. 
And what I'm, what I'm providing along with the help of a, a leadership coach, who also was a friend of mine, we're, we're putting out just a lot of very short leadership snippets that mm-hmm. give some good advice. Uh, I've done a bunch of different short videos that just talk about different leadership topics, different things people can do. And we've gotten very, very positive feedback from it. And it's just another way to keep learning, keep growing and keep developing. And that's again, what it's all about because we're all, you know, as long as, as long as you want to be, you can learn every single day. Yes, that's right. And I'm very thankful for you joining us today and sharing your wisdom with every one of us. And, um, I hope people will uh, take advantage of those tools and check it out because, again, this is something beneficial for them. Thank you so much, Ron. And um, pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, Follow my show and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. To check out Intern Store, go to internpodcast.com. Stay tuned.